your host, Stu. It's true, it is me. Uh, time and effort, that's where it takes. Uh, I'm joined with my guest, Pete, uh, another member of staff here at Patrol Base. Hello. Um, so we are going to go through a lot of frequently asked questions, um, questions that we get in pretty much every live stream, questions from customer services, questions whilst we're at game days, anything like that. Uh, we're just going to pop them up on screen, have a little discussion about them, try and get you the best answer we can. Some of them are quite open questions, but we just want to get uh, as much information out there as possible. Uh, so if we kick off with our first question of the video. Uh, so this is a frequently asked question. We've got some coming from ourselves. Uh, that'll be prefixed with the FAQ. Uh, and we will have other people dropping their questions in throughout the video. But the best type of gun in general. Pete. Uh, it's su I mean, you said we were going to have some open-ended questions. Yes. This is about as open-ended as it can get, I think. Um, the best type of gun you can get truly depends on the circumstance in which you're playing. If you want something that is going to be reliable all year round, then I would probably stick with an electric gun of some kind, probably a rifle rather than a pistol. Um, however, if you do a lot of CQB, uh, you know, a lot of close quarters stuff, then there's nothing wrong with running around with a gas pistol um, or, or something like that. So it really does depend on your circumstances. Yeah, it's it's that it's that situation. It's it's there isn't our best no at, at all because no. it's it's whether or not you want to start getting into bolt action if you want to do pistols if you're just starting out if you've been in the spot for ages budget there is that much that factors into yeah. It's not a best in like there is no best gun. No, you can you can blatantly say that no. there will be people out there that will say this is that is I've got the I've got the best one. There is no absolute best. There are some that might be better than others for certain situations. Uh, so a CQB a pistol will be really really good and a yeah. sniper rifle is going to be terrible. But then yeah. outdoors, vice versa, it's going to work both ways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, if again if you've got any. Uh, points queries or anything like that that you want to bring up if you want us to revert back to that question and say I've got the best gun ever just drop it down below and we'll um, we'll argue uh, but we've got another question coming in uh, Tiger Matter on YouTube hi guys on the uh, on a sniper the higher FPS is better or are there are there other factors um, yes is the short answer. But it is the short answer. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a jewelage limit that you've got to stick within when, you, when you're running any uh, realistic imitation firearm. I think that's the main factor with that, is everyone yeah. tries to chase that 500 FPS, but yeah. there's that big thing now that people need to chase jewelage, or not chase jewelage, but keep an eye on jewelage. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can get any bolt action, put a spring in it, and make it more and more and more and more powerful. Yeah. But um, that's not going to increase accuracy, Yes, it might increase range a little bit, but it, there are other things that you can do to make that better. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, whenever I speak to anybody about this, I always say just don't worry about the, the FPS output. You know, yeah. Leave that alone. Concentrate on getting quality components inside, a quality barrel, quality hot rubber, quality hot unit. Yeah, I think uh, that's, that's the main thing. Is air seal is better air than seal. power. Yeah, absolutely. Get um, decent BBs as well. Use decent quality BBs because yeah. that will make a big difference, certainly to the accuracy. Uh, and the grouping of your shots, so that's that's more worth considering. And especially with bolt actions, you're not going to be using a point two. No. If anyone comes to a chrono at a site and say they're a bolt action and they're running twos, you're going to get looked at a bit funny because if you're using anything lighter than a four, maybe a three two at best, you're you're not going to be allowed 500 fps. You're going to be down 
at whatever the equivalent is. Yes, you're allowed yeah. to do two point three, but yeah. again, um, I've seen loads of people running um, bolt actions like four hundred, four twenty, maybe four thirty, and because their barrel is really nice, uh, barrel hop and nozzle uh, compatibility is really nice. Their air seal's really good, so they're getting maximum efficiency. If you've got poor efficiency, you can put as big a spring in you want in there. And it's not working as good as it could be. You could put a smaller string in, use less wear and tear, and have better results, really. Yeah. There's a reason why, uh, for example, Tokyo Marui guns will often outrange other guns, sometimes more expensive guns, uh, even even though they're not shooting as, as high an FPS. Yeah. It's because the quality of the components inside, the way it's been set up inside, it just it just flings BBs for days, yeah. basically. I mean, they, they usually come out of the box at about 270 FPS yeah. or something. Because, yeah. And that's that's because of the... I believe it's because of the Japanese power limits. They have to be under a certain yes. amount. So what they've done is they've gone all in on efficiency. Mm. They've, they've got this... They can't go any more powerful than that. So they've put all the effort into making sure the hot barrel... Uh, and the nozzle all work together correctly, properly, and it just shows that power isn't everything. Yeah. Um, it helps again if you're running at 50 fps, you're going to struggle. But yeah. it's it's a it's a marriage between all of them. Don't just think because it's more powerful, it's going to shoot further. Yeah. Uh, so we are getting questions in thick and fast. We've got another one coming. Uh, Steve Cardwell on uh, YouTube. Uh, I uh, want to get the SSG uh, 102A, but they uh, are far too expensive for my income. Um, are the any used weapons sales pages anywhere, please? Uh, so this this has probably come from um, back in the Facebook days. So many, many years ago, you, people used to have groups and second-hand and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now, obviously, that got banned. So people want to get, uh, especially with expensive stuff, you want to try and find that second-hand thing. Hmm. There is our Boneyard. Yes. I mean, I don't think there's any of them on there. but No, uh, but we do have a massive amount of stuff going on the Boneyard on a pretty regular basis. So it's always worth keeping an eye because you never know what kind of uh, goodies you're going to find on there. Hmm. Um but yeah, what you're saying about sort of Facebook groups and things. Yeah. Uh, there used to be some websites as well that, that dealt it just never seemed to take with. off. I've got an American mate that runs one over there, but he yeah. can't bring it over here because of GDPR and things like that. Yeah. Um, he wants to, but it's it's years and years and years away. So what what we do is any anything that gets returned uh, isn't in a perfect resellable condition, even if it's brand new and never been sent to someone, if it's scratched or it's been painted by mistake or anything, yep. like it goes on our boneyard. Uh, and we and we discount it as much as we possibly can. Hmm. Um, again, looking at the boneyard, you probably like everyone looks at it and goes, "Oh, it's still really, really expensive." Airsoft is that way. There's not much money in each individual item, so no, trying like, to get something cheaper, yeah, is is going to be quite difficult. Um, I don't know the exact platform that he's uh, is referring to. I've not seen how much they are, but no. um, yeah, I mean, secondhand wise, it's it's difficult to say nowadays. There's there's probably WhatsApp groups and people just word of mouth, but the 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 one place to look is the boneyard, and I think the boneyard's a really really good place to look if you are trying to build something, yes. rather than buying something brand new. It's a great place all to, the, in, the yeah. inside apart and doubling your expenditure. It's a good place to get a, a platform to start from. To, yeah. to build from if you've yeah. got a particular project in mind. Yeah, if you're um, wanting to do absolute one, endless upgrades to it yeah. and you just want a shell, yeah. it's the best place to look. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one other thing I was thinking as well, if if you're worth, or if you're looking for something secondhand, it's always worth speaking to people at your local game site. Yeah. You go and play at a game site, you might find that somebody's actually looking to offload some of their old guns or something they don't use anymore. So just have a chat with people who play. You never know, you might get lucky. 
There's secondhand sales at sites as well. Yeah. I mean, Halo's done it. Our indoor yeah. site's done it. Um, speak to speak to game sites that if if there's a quite a, a large player base at your site, they might be willing to do a, a bring and buy boot sale on a, a lunchtime or all yes, like that. I know yeah. our indoor site's done it where uh, from ten till four is you can come get a table, put all your stuff on it, and there'll be a, a, a table spare for people that haven't got that much and yeah. they just want one little space. Uh, they'll come around, people uh, buy barter and do whatever and then afterwards they they put games on that you can use your brand new stuff yeah and it's and again it's a good way to get fully functioning ready to go second hand isn't damaged or anything like that or broken whereas the boneyard is if something's been returned and it still works and it's fully functioning we've just knocked it off because we can't sell it at full price um again painted slightly damaged but the main one is boxes so when someone yeah. returns something, it's they've, they've not wanted it, the box returns, it's tattered, torn or anything like that. But the actual thing is, is brand new and we just knock a little bit off it. And people have used their box as a target yeah, for, yeah. for testing their guns. So it's got lots of little BB holes in it or something <laughs> stupid like that. Uh, but the so, gun's fine, yeah. So we've got more questions coming in thick and fast. Uh, Reese Bowen, is there a TAC-41 restock coming soon? If so, when? Uh, and also, is uh, will there be additional bits available for them, like magazines? Um, I think that there's there's probably two questions uh, in there with the restock and the TAC 41 in general. But yeah. um, I think it's probably the time to cover the restock. Um, yes. So we the question is it's been quite focused that time. Yeah. When is the TAC 41 coming? Uh, unfortunately, we don't know because um, no. I haven't got my computer next to me. But uh, when it comes to, are you getting a restock? We, this is, uh, the number of times we, we get asked this kind of question, when are you getting this back in? Anybody, any software who's ever gone on social media uh, or has even woken up in a day is going to have seen something on there saying, no, Petrobras, always out of stock. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's the but, way that some people word it, saying, when are you getting a when restock? When are you getting it, yeah. Presuming, either presuming uh, because they Like we get them in regularly, yeah. Because, yeah but, so... As as a, as a company the size that we are, we get deliveries every single day, yeah. like every single day, uh, whether or not it's sixteen pallets, twelve pallets of from wherever. Yeah, the it's just the certain suppliers that come at different times, and Airsoft sort of maybe not a lot of companies. The Tac Forty One's probably a, a sort of left ball one with that, whereas there's there's a probably constant flow because Silverback will build them constantly because it's they only have a few products, whereas yeah. large companies, GHK, Cyma, everything like that, they build in sort of bricks. So they will pick, for example, GHK, when we spoke to them, it was, oh, we, we are, we're not building any AKs until June, or, and then they'll start building them, they'll send them out, and then they won't build any more for maybe two, three months. Yeah. Um, but it's just one of them things, isn't it? It's, yeah. If you see something on the website and it goes out of stock, if it stays on the website, it is coming back. Yes, and you can always use that email email me feature on the uh, on the product page. So above where it says uh, the purchase button or the buy me button or whatever it is, yeah. um, if that's grayed out, there'll be an email me when it's back in stock option. So stick your email address in there, and as soon as we get the item back in, it is the fastest it, way. To and it's booked back in Absolutely. as soon as it's booked back into our system. An email will get fired out to you saying, "Hey, we've got this thing. Give us your money." And I presume the uh, and the email has a link in it that takes you straight to it, so you don't have to go on the website and search or anything like that. No, exactly. There's a link on it, takes you straight to it, and it's there. It, I think, there's maybe three, four, five uh, times we get questions every single day about restocks, uh, certain hmm. items coming back. 
we can give you a rough date, but again, with um, I'm not going to say Brexit's causing it, but just the amount of deliveries and things getting delayed. In the um, current climate. In the current climate, we'll call it. <laughs> uh, things shipping from abroad, things get delayed. Um, and you've got, to, you've got to remember that companies only make, can only make so much of this stuff, like Stu touched upon earlier. So we'll get as much of something as we can. And then there aren't any more. But then for, there aren't any more. You know, we'll, we'll get as many as we can, and if they sell out... Unfortunately, they sell out. The, I think um, the AAP one is the prime example of that. Yeah. We got so many in, they went with a couple of days. They flew. And, and because Action Army is probably one of them companies, they will build X amount of them. And then because they're out in the market, they don't need to build anymore. So they will start building the next thing. Hmm. And all the machinery that they have will, will retool and everything. They'll start building that. And they'll have four or five different things that they will want to build before they go back to the AAP one. Hmm. Simon's the same. Um, Marui's probably the same. Um, what was the other one that I just touched on? Uh, GHK, 100% yep. speaking to them. They, they Because the size of the company they are, they build in bricks. So once something's out in the market, it's going to be sometimes up to six months before they start building that thing again. But I will say, if it stays on the website, it is coming back. Yeah. If it ever disappears from the website or you can't find it again, send us a message and we're happy to say, sorry, that's been discontinued, sorry, we've archived it. Um, and um, it might be a case of we got two or three in, we sold them in a year, so we're not going to get it back. Yeah. In cases like that, we can probably try and work out a way of getting you one in, maybe. Yeah, um, it's Specifically always, order things, that's it, totally fine. It's always worth speaking to customer services, just in case. Yeah, they're, they're more than happy to, to talk you through any... Um, bespoke purchasing or like that yeah. um, as long as we have had it before if it's something brand new it'll be very difficult for them to to know how much it's going to be how long no. it's going to take everything like that uh, but we can do it uh, we do have more questions coming in so we'll go go to another question Natalie I asked this question to uh, to support but um, was yet to get an answer I noticed about the patrol based Taiwan gun partnership and was wondering uh, how that works ordering uh, in a two-tone gun and in general Long question, but a very, very good question. For people that have been on the website, there is a landing page for the Taiwan, our uh, right. relationship with Taiwan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ordering from them and everything like that, uh, you probably know the difficulties people have had ordering from them. Mm. Um, it can take a long, long time for it to turn up, even a few months. So what we have in place at the moment is if you go on the website or if you search Patrol Base X Taiwan Gun, it will take you to the landing page. Yeah. And there is an order form and an email. You can fill out the order form if there's any parts, um, put it all in there and it will go to our one of our purchasing um, managers, one of our purchasing staff. They will put it on an order and again, it's going to be one of them things that it, it will take some time and people just have to be patient, I think. It's one of them things. Yeah. Yeah, and again, uh, like we touched upon earlier, the whole current climate situation yes. does mean there's going to be a bit of a delay getting anything from across the seas. Mm. So just bear with us, I'm afraid. I think you've seen that now, like in the last few weeks with supermarkets. Yes, yeah. it's, it's every <laughs> it's every industry at, at yeah. the moment. It's not so people that are in airsoft as a hobby and as staff. Um, that people you kind of don't because it's a hobby thing that you're doing. You don't associate it that closely with food on shelves or yeah. bread in the supermarket or all like that. But it's the same trucks 
boats and planes that bring all that stuff across. Yeah. Um, You've got to remember, pretty much everything airsoft is manufactured in the uh, in the Far East anyway. Yeah. So it's got to travel some distance. At various, and, and it's whether it's by sea, by air, by uh, lorry. The it, it's, it takes physical time to, to transport stuff. And obviously, um, touching on that as well, if we do make an order, it will have to come on one of our orders as well. Yes. So if we have just received um, an order from anywhere, it will come in, uh, and then we will have to wait until we need to order more. Yeah. Because um, we we order in vast quantities. Yeah. So there's no point in us putting little orders in here and there. So once we've got that big bulk order together, that's when it your will stuff will get ordered. He, he I think uh, Sam is really good with uh, keeping keeping tabs on when things are coming and, hmm. and and getting them out as soon as they land. He will he will get them out to people asap. Um, and again, that's not just something that's on there. If you're after parts or anything like that, you can speak to any department and try and get something like that sorted. Yeah. I hope that's covered that a little bit. It is... Um, uh, oh, sorry, there's a bit at the end there, the two-turning The two-turning, well. yes. So uh, most AGs or anything like that or platforms that they sell, we probably sell. Yeah. So any any anything like that that we're selling through them or, uh, to the public, we will have to two-turn to yes. be able to sell it to someone um, and because of Ucara and everything like yeah. that. Um, so yes, we if we got a, a, a an AG, Bolt Action, SMG, anything like that, if we got a platform in, uh, it would go into the two-turning process. Yeah. Um, you would be informed about the timescale and everything and we might come on to that in a little bit. But my little light's telling me that we've got more questions rolling in thick and fast. Uh, Luke, hi, uh, I've just ordered a CM16 Raider 2.0. Which do you think is better, a red dot sight? Uh, which do you think is the better red dot sight suited for a twenty mil rail? Again, a very it's, it's very unknowing, uh, unknowing to Luke, um, but it's a very open question. It's a very, very subjective question. Uh, I mean, a lot of people like running the hollow style sights, for example, yeah. in, uh, EOTech type uh, sights. Mm. Personally, I don't tend to get on with those very well because I find that the reticle is very big and obscuring. Yeah. And it gets in the way of what I'm looking at. I prefer just a simple. Simple as, dot. as fine a dot as possible. Yeah, pretty much. If uh, if people don't understand uh, with optics, if you if you look on the side of the box and it's got uh, an MOA uh, number on it, mm. what that means is the bigger the number, the bigger the space that's going to cover. The bigger the dot basically, uh, at yeah. a certain yeah. distance, it's yeah. the bigger the dot. Um, there's pros and cons for having big dots, little dots, everything like that. So a fine dot is for super super accuracy. Or again, like yourself, you want it to be. Clear. Less intrusive. Less intrusive, yeah. Whereas the the hollows have the dot, the ring, and again that's for aiming off. So again, they have a purpose for windage and everything like mm. that. As much as that's going to be a thing in airsoft. Yeah, I'm not saying all hollow sites are bad. We've had no. some that are very, very clear. Very, you know, I've, I've even considered. Oh, maybe actually I do quite like they this particular awesome. one. Yeah, um, especially on like an 870 or so. Holographic just looks the best. Yeah, I mean, and again, it's a subjective. It's so thought. subjective. A lot of people like going for them because they're, they're doing the whole uh, sort of uh, Navy SEALs the or, or yeah, like yeah, the L119 magnified. sort of special forces loadout kind of The vibe. best advice for dot sights and optics, especially if you've got other guys that uh, play, if you've got teammates or just guys, try some. Yeah. Um, and make sure you like the look of it because as good as uh, a dot sight could be, obviously there's, there's Vector, there's Vortex, there's AMC, there's a vast amount of dot sites out there, and that's probably why he's asking because it is daunting. You don't want to go, yeah. oh, I, don't, I don't know which one does what. Hmm. It's looking good is probably more important than 
its absolute function. If you like the look of it, it's good, but it still yeah. needs to function. Yeah, because you've got you've got to remember between a certain price range, they're all going to function pretty pretty Much similarly anyway. So yeah, like you say, the the visual aspect of it. I mean, let's face it, eighty percent of Airsoft is how you look anyway. Yeah, it's, so. it's <laughs> if you like the look of it on on the platform, you're going to get on with it better than something say buying a six hundred pound Vortex that is super clean, super precise, and amazing, and it's not going to be intrusive. You're going to see through it. It's going to have really good light collection, everything like that. But if you don't like the look of it, you're going to be like. Oh, I wish I hadn't put it on my gun. And then, and then you'll, and and that's what will deviate you to maybe spending more and spending more. Whereas if you get that right one off the bat, it's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and again, don't don't be shy with the the cheaper option. Yes, you've got uh, the warranty and stuff with Vortex, which is incredible, and it's just it keeps going forever and ever and ever. Um, but it is a lot of money. Yeah. So these cheaper sites the, the yeah totally I mean the, the, the vector optics that we do the range of those uh, they've been some absolute corkers in there yeah some brilliant, just the way that the build put together yeah exactly awesome. and uh, remembering they are actually built or oh, they're designed for use on real steel five, five, six, yeah. yeah exactly so they can handle the recoil yeah. and a little bit more abuse than yeah I mean the fit and finish isn't quite up to the, the quality of say vortex but mm. again for the price you wouldn't expect that but the 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 optical quality of some of them, yeah. some of the like the Forester uh, short dot, for example, yeah, is I mean, fantastic. Some of the short dots are silly good for, yeah. for what you're paying. Yeah. Um, crystal clear, uh, you're getting magnification again. Um, if you are looking at a dot sight, don't don't be shy from just leaning into that magnified optic slightly hmm. with the short dots because they go all the way down to one anyway, and it gives you that option indoors, outdoors to run all the way from one yeah. to four. Uh, it's really really good. To summarise, uh, buy the one you like the look of. Yes, regardless Sim- of this. Simple dark, as that. Yeah. It's always down to looks is a big, big factor of it. Yeah. Um, but if if you're after if you're after that um, mid range budget to quality thing, have a look at the Vector. They they they're really really good. Yeah. If you've got plenty of money, Vortex again is just the warranty just yeah. pays for itself. It's yeah, really yeah. really good. Uh, we've got many more questions coming in, so we'll try and uh, fire through a few thick and fast. Uh, Mohamed Rahman, uh, can I buy a riff as a gift? Uh, again, that's it's open because yes, he can. Provided, provided he, has he has the Ukara, the defense, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, it's it's the whole Ukara and buying it and everything like that. It is. Uh, I mean, I, I I wouldn't even like to claim that I'm a complete expert on it myself because it seems I think I've got it, and yeah. then someone will say something and it'll be like. Oh, actually, yeah, is it supposed to be like that? But as far as I understand it, the person purchasing the gun, regardless of whether it's for a gift or not, is the person, if they want it to be a realistic imitation firearm, i.e. not painted two-tone, they're the one that has to have the defense. Yes. What they do with it after that... We can advise as much as possible, but it's then their property and they can do what they want with it. We We can explain the law, the defense... Uh, the reasons behind it and everything like that. Uh, and, and we will do that to the best of our knowledge and ability because we want you to be safe and legal in every way, shape yeah. and form. So if you have a defence, you can buy one and then it's your property. If you don't have a defence, it will have to be painted. Yes. We can't pay, uh, paint, uh, we can't sell a non-painted uh, platform to anyone that doesn't have a defense yeah uh, if the person that you want to buy it for has a defense the best thing to do is buy gift cards yeah if they have a defense and you don't and you want to buy them a gift 
buy them gift cards, they get exactly what they want. And we uh, we do have unlimited value gift cards that uh, you can ring up and get exactly what you want put on there. Yeah. It's the safest way to do it. There's no gray area. There's no red tape or anything like that. And then they get exactly what they want and you're not guessing. Um, I think that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah, I think. absolutely. If you need any further clarity on defense, uh, just hop onto the website because we've got a whole page dedicated to uh, what defenses exist, like Yukara, for example. There are a few others that you might not be so aware of, so it's always worth having to read through mm. just in case you fall within that car- uh, category. And ones so. that we can accept because there's loads out there. That oh, there's a f- yeah, there's, a f- there's quite a few out there that we don't accept because they've just some Joe they, Bloggs they, has set yeah. them up in his. You know, they've set them up and they specifically say on their website that they're not for that purpose and everything yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Yukara is a bit of a deep subject to go into for someone wanting to buy a gift. Uh, but we've got more questions <laughs> yeah. coming in, so we'll flash them up. Je- uh, Janice uh, wanted to find out, after getting Yukara, is it legal uh, to rebuild your two-turn to a single turn? So we That's had, one of those grey areas I was talking area, about. And yeah. We were discussing this in the office yesterday. Uh, and... Our point of view, I would advise you not to do it. Yeah. Reading reading the law verbatim, mm. I would advise you not to do it because uh, there are two different platforms. There is an if and a riff. So there's an imitation firearm and a realistic imitation firearm. Yeah. One's painted blue, one's not. A defense doesn't give you permission to manufacture. No. And painting one is considered manufacture. manufacturing. Yeah. So rules was written, uh, words verbatim. That's how we distinguish it. Uh, best advice is just leave it as it is. You're going to be in this spot for long enough. You're probably going to have a few more in the future mm. um, is the best way. I don't think there's anything else we can really say about that. Not uh, really. Being, no. being as safe and as, <laughs> yeah, exactly. as, as we can. And don't want to see the blue flashing lights outside the yeah, office. It's, we, we have to draw the line exactly what it says in the law and the book and everything like that. Yes. And a defense does not give you permission to manufacture and that's what they changing an if to a riff is manufacture. Yeah. Changing it the other way isn't because no, we're no. going backwards. That's, that's how I've always unless you it. are an actual firearms dealer or something. Like yeah, that, yeah, I presume. Um, but yeah, it's it's an answer, but it might not be the one that you're after. No. Uh, so we've got more questions coming in, thick and fast. Uh, loving all these. Oh, another FAQ from us. Uh, so this is one that we get asked a lot. Why do you have to wait uh, for a two turn uh, two turn order? Can I pay extra and get it faster? No. No. <laughs> Basically. Uh, Unfortunately the, not. No. The reason being, uh, the amount of two-tone guns that we paint on a daily basis, I forget what the figure was now that we done, that we do in a day or a oh, week. It's, I think it's a ridiculous it must be amount. 100 to 200 a day maybe. Yeah, something, something crazy. stupid like that. Um, but you've got to remember that these, these guns have got to be taken apart by technicians and then they've got to be prepped, ready for spraying. They've got to be sprayed. They've got to be given drying time. They've got to be reassembled. And this is in a batch of, like Stu says, sort of 100 to 200 odd, you know, ridiculous numbers. And depending on what color you're having, you know, they'll, they'll spray in batches of colors as well. So they'll do a bunch of blue, a bunch of green, a bunch of red. Uh, so depending on what color you're having, it depends on where you are in that mm. process. We do so, stay 10 days on the website. Yeah, sometimes it's quicker. most of the time they do get it quicker. And, yeah. and to be honest, I'd... I'd feel bad having the unfairness of someone being able to pay to jump the queue. Yeah. It, the, 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 the reason why it can take longer sometimes is, is you, you are in a queue. And as British people are, we're very good at queuing. You just can't quite <laughs> see this queue. So yeah, yeah. When, when you get a, a, a two-tone, it has, again, like he said, it has to be picked. And again, they're doing the ones that have been bought two, two three days previous, uh, and you're at the back of the queue. 
again, if it's quiet, you will get it quicker. Um, and it's just one of the things. And, a, and a, a, a process, the quickest way to do it is is to buy it next day because what happens with the standard process is it goes into that standard um, order cycle. So it becomes yeah. a standard order, not a next day order. Yeah, which so is once what, it's three, complete, to, three to five three working to five days, days, is it? Something like that. So, so for the once delivery. It's completed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an important thing to, to caveat. Because regardless of whether you choose next day delivery or standard delivery, that's once only on a truck. Yeah, that time scale is only happening once the two tone is completed. So yes. once the gun's been painted, then you'll get your next day delivery or you'll get your standard delivery. Yeah. So bear that So in the mind. quickest way to do it is next day. Yeah. You're not going to get it next day, you're just going to get it a few days quicker yeah. with the delivery side you, of it. You'll get it as soon as possible once the painting has been done. Yeah. This is a question we we always get asked uh, around Christmas time for obvious yeah. reasons, people getting gifts for their kids or whatever. Anytime um, there's holidays or all like that, yeah. keep it on the website, we put a last day warning of yeah. um, the last two-tone uh, availability and the last delivery availability that you can guarantee it for Christmas because obviously delivery can be a few days, so yeah. maybe the week or a week and a half before two-tone. Because we're going to be that busy, it is going to be 10 days and yeah. sometimes we have to extend it. And if you know you're going to be ordering something like this for Christmas, don't order it three days before Christmas. Because you won't get it. <laughs> Basically, you know, if you know you're going to be getting one, order it in good time. Uh, so the light keeps flickering on and off, so we're getting loads of questions, so we're trying to try and hammer through these. Uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce that. Uh, <laughs> if you get your Halo membership, uh, do you need uh, anything else to get a non-two-turn gun? So because once the way that we do our membership, you have to have visited X amount of times, yep. so you almost automatically qualify for UCAR anyway. So because we do it, you have to visit yes. X amount of times, so yeah, yeah. your first visit and everything like that. So. Yeah. Once you have your membership, you can buy a non-two-tone gun because once you've got your membership, you are literally waiting for someone to tick the box. Yeah. Uh, so again, defences that are on the website, there is uh, once you're in the checkout, it shows you a list of them all, I think. Yes, uh, it's, yeah, it does. Uh, so there's Halo membership, Yukara, all them different ones, um, and you can get it straight away. Um, it's probably worth clarifying that, as I understand it, mm. Yukara is there to protect the retailers more than yes. anything because we need to be sure that we're selling this realistic imitation firearm to somebody who, who is, is going to be player. who is a player is a yeah. regular player keyword regular um and that they're not going to be an idiot with it or go running down the street with it or things like that yeah um so yeah that's probably something that's worth it's not a i hate it when people say you car a license it's not a license <laughs> I mean, um, controversial and say it is a license. <laughs> um, no! But, I mean, what you've just mentioned there, very coincidentally, I think there's been two incidents. With it being the summer, do not go outside with them. Um, there's been two incidents re recently. The boss emailed me with one, and we've had one local. Oh, okay. um, as much as it might seem cool, uh, with your new toy and everything, even if you're in your own garden, yeah. um, walking down the street with it, yes, it is a toy, uh, even if it's painted or anything like that, but once it's in the public, it yeah. is still a riff and it is still a riff, uh, uh, an if. So it is still have it does still have firearm in the name. Yeah. So please be careful with them. If you're transporting them to a site or anywhere like that, put them in a bag, put them in a box. Never get into a situation where a member of the public could see it. Yeah. Because then it is a problem. It is a problem. And it is an offence. Because remember, they look realistic. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, coppers ones shoot a bit hotter than ours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> You'll definitely be calling it. Well, you might not call your hits, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've got uh, the red lights on again. So we've got more questions dropping in. 
will the shop be, uh, be open to walk in again uh, now lockdown is over? So, uh, I couldn't get a straight answer earlier, but the short answer is currently no. No. Um, so, uh, what we have in, in place at the moment is um, all of our stock is now in the warehouse. Yeah. There is nothing in the shop. We have so many people turn up and say, oh, can I just look in? I just want this, uh, this one thing. There's nothing in there, unfortunately. Everything's in the warehouse, 100% online. Uh, we uh, aren't going to open the shop uh, if there is any um, hint or aspect of COVID, not restrictions, but just around, purely because of um, staff and the way that people are in airsoft, when they come into the shop, they want to touch everything, they want to test yeah. it and everything like that. It takes a lot of staff to um, run and manage the shop, uh, have to then add the people to then start cleaning things. Um, it's, it's not viable at the moment. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the basic answer. You know. it, was, it, was, uh, it was, obviously, originally it was the safety thing. It's yeah. because we had one way in and there was no way of doing a, a one-way system in the shop or anything yeah. like that, having to have the extra staff in there. The way that we try, I know that Airsoft has loved touching, feeling, and testing, <laughs> but we try and put as much information on the website as physically possible. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in saying our descriptions on the website are probably the, the most fleshed out, the most substantial descriptions of, of anything, pretty as much. As Wikipedia as it can possibly be. Yeah, yeah, we try and give you as much information as possible on the website so you don't have to, you know, you don't have to have the thing in your hands to know about it, to know all the information you need to know. There is, there is that, that physical touching and feeling yeah, size that you'll never I, I, ever get from a description, but yeah. we can do as much as possible yeah. on there. And um, there is, we, we, we don't have a date because obviously we don't have a date when Corona's going to end. No. So, um, end. <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah. Uh, but the current plan is the, the actual walk in shop has no date of reopening. Uh, we do still have people turn up and we have to disappoint them by uh, sending them away. Um, but yeah. Uh, so we have the uh, another question about to drop in. Ooh, a long one. Uh, hi, I'm buying my first rifle in a couple of weeks. Uh, weeks time. It's a, a CM45 AEG. Uh, I was just wondering if an ENL uh, 74N 120 round mid cap would fit the rifle. If not, could you possibly advise me what type of magazine I need to get? So uh, I understand where he's coming from with that. Um, and we get this a lot yep. uh, with people saying what mags fit it. Yeah. Most AEGs of the same type fit the same mags. Some so the CM45 is the AK. Yeah, well, I'm assuming so, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so it's so the e and l Yeah. Uh, and I'm, as far as I'm aware, the, the, the Seamers, Simers, how you pronounce it, they're, they're pretty forgiving with regards to what magazines you can use in there. So you can use E&L, New Prol, uh, the Palm magazines will probably yeah. fit as well if you can find any. Um, so yeah, I don't think it should be a problem for you. To be fair, um, if you were look, talking about G and G, for example, the RK the ones RK, are a bit awkward. Yeah, but yeah. any standard. So the the RK series is a little bit of a unique platform. It is um, technically they look like AK magazines, but they're very finicky. On what we try and do again on the website as well yeah. is with the magazines, we don't just photograph them side on for a, a look. We try and photograph the top as well, yeah. so you can see where the the um, the feed point point is and everything like that. But most M4s definitely any standard M4 mag will fit any standard M4 mag mm. unless it has a function, say TM, ERG, or anything like that, 
they will fit standard, but their proprietary mags won't fit in other guns. No. Um, but when it comes to uh, AKs, Simers, everything like that, um, nine time, 99% mm. of the time they'll fit. Yeah. The, the, the main thing is, obviously, postage won't be able to re- refund it, but if something doesn't fit or doesn't work, there is the no quibble return. Yeah. And that is a thing that we will honour as much as possible, especially without the shop being open. Um, if you do order something and it and it doesn't work or you don't want it, there is an no return, so we'll return the, we can refund the app and everything, we just can't refund the postage. When he says it doesn't work, as in if, it it's, if it's incompatible it's with what, your yeah, gun or yeah. whatever like that, Not, if it's faulty, then, we'll just then obviously we'll... Fix and replace or yeah, fix do whatever we can. Yeah, exactly. But as, well, with their mags, if their mags don't, aren't compatible with your platform, we can just either swap them out for something else or just straight refund them. Again... What you could do is get in touch with customer services uh, if they've got the magazine yeah. and the gun available uh, to them and the time to do it, then they can always check for you to see if the two fit together. Yeah, they'll, they'll quite happily drop mags in and when test I was, Yeah, when out I was in customer services, I did that on a fairly regular yeah. basis. They're more than happy to help people out as much as possible yeah. um, within reason of not taking hours out of the day. But if it's just testing yeah. a mag, that'll be totally fine. Uh, so we'll drop in another question. Uh, will you be letting the getting the new Lancer Tactical Nightshade 1911 High Capper? It looks amazing. Uh, Lancer. Don't think I, I've seen that. I don't think I've seen it yet. No. Um, I've probably seen it in passing uh, and not delved into it yet. But if it's Lancer, I can guarantee we'll probably get it. I expect uh, we will we, do. Yeah. We get everything Lancer. So um, again, I, as much as we can do. You know, if, if it's available for us to get, then we'll get it. <laughs> I will. I will check after, and I will see if that is in the process of being ordered or on order. But I can say Lancer was meant to be here this week or next. So it could be in it, and we've just not seen it yet. Uh, but we've got more questions coming in thick and fast, so we'll try and smash through a, a few. When will EU shipping be available? So this is an FAQ from us. Um, this is one that we get a lot. Yeah. Again, we I got... Don't, I can't even uh, answer that question. So I, I went... out. Uh, I knew this was going to come up, so I did get a clean and final answer of the reason why we're not doing EU shipping is, unfortunately, it's not us. It is the couriers that we use. When uh, the start of this year, when the official Brexit thing happened on the 1st of January, there was all sorts of new paperwork and all sorts of stuff that they had to do to ship into Europe. And they were overwhelmed with the amount of paperwork and the amount of orders that they had to do and the time it was taking, so they just stopped them. So we have done everything on our side to the point of we want to be able to do it and we want to start shipping again. It's just our couriers currently will not ship to Europe. Unfortunate, but um, the second that we are allowed to, we will. Uh, And we have all the information, the details on the website of costings and everything like that. Hmm. Hopefully that won't change when it does revert back. But yeah, we want to um, try and get them orders back out as quick as possible because there are items that we do that no one else does in Europe and stuff like yeah. that and we want to try and get them out there. Uh, but there's more questions coming in thick and fast. Uh, do you recommend the PTS EPM ones? Uh, have you done a video on it? Um, two points to that. Uh, there was an issue early on where people saying that um, they were struggling with the EPM ones. Yeah, well, lo- uh, loading them. Loading them yeah. with either speed loaders or um, Odin's or Sidewires or everything like that. I, I I got one out of the packet, put an Odin on it, and, and wound it straight away. So I've not experienced the the problems that some people are having. Mm. I remember hist- historically with the PTS EPM mags, didn't you have to uh, sort of build them up, as yeah. it were? So put in 
20 BBs and then 50 BBs and then that's what a few people have said like that. that they've had the problem just is build it up slowly and then wind it until yeah. I think a lot of people saying it was breaking their Odin or yeah, something yeah. like that so you wind it a little bit vent it wind it vent it and just just let that mag uh, build up the couple that I've had out of the box unfortunately I, I say fortunately I've not had any drama with I've just been able to yeah. load and do uh, I think we have done a video on PTS in general um Maybe not physically loading it, but what I'll um, I'll add it to our list of probably pre-recorded videos rather than do a live on it or anything like that. Uh, we will do a demonstration of loading the EPM ones. Um, if we do find any that are having a fault, we'll put one to one side and see if we can replicate it and see how we can hmm. stop it happening. But good question. We will make a video about it if we haven't done already. We've got more questions coming in. Uh, what's the best gas for Tokyo Marui High Kappa? A question from YouTube. Um, Maruis and powerful gas. <laughs> yeah, I would say no more powerful than your sort of green, your typical green gas, basically one four four A summer gas, something like that. Yeah. Simply because, uh, as everyone is usually aware, some people complain about it, but some people you know, think it's a good feature. The Marui pistols have plastic slides or polymer slides, so you don't want to put any gas in there that's too powerful because you'll find that the slide will break uh, and come flying off the gun, and that's, that's your gun ruined. Um, and again, reverting back to the earlier question about power, and you, shouldn't, mm. you don't need to chase the FPS and everything, because Tokyo Marui pistols shoot so well and so consistently and so far, then you can easily use a lower-powered gas yeah. and still be perfectly effective on the field. Yeah, I, I, I'd probably never go of a sort of green gas ultra-air, maybe in the winter. In the winter, But yeah. I wouldn't go to red black the new v12 or anything like that no. um because what you, what you will have with the slide coming back it, it makes the front of your gun the weak point yeah um and i had um i had a marui years 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 a little tiny one and, and i had it for a long long time so it was and i was using normal gas with it but obviously after a long long time guns will break and that's mm. what happened the front end of the gun it got a hairline crack too powerful a gas uh, yeah. at one event and it cracked the front and that was because it just got really hot one day uh, and I was using the ultra air or something around that. And again, if you stick to that lower to mid range, the green gas, the 144, even if it does warm up in a day, you're not going to risk damaging it. And again, yeah. a pistol, as good as TMs are, you can quite happily use them as primary. A pistol is 10, 50, 20 meter engagement. Yeah. You don't need to put the power in it. You don't need them to... Um, chat off for miles no uh, and the oh powerful, i hit that guy 70 meters away <laughs> yeah the powerful <laughs> gas isn't necessarily going to get you more shots out you're probably going to get the same amount of shots out of a mag with all the gas mm. it's just one of them's going to throw the slide back harder and shoot the bb out a little bit faster but that little bit is going to diminish the life of your pistol so yeah, much more absolutely so long answer but short answer is about sort of new pro 2.0 uh ultra air if it's called yeah. it's probably the best for a high that's fair uh, so we've got more questions coming in. We'll throw another one up. Uh, Damien, uh, got my new um, uh, got any new Umarex stuff? Uh, mate said uh, they do a CO2 Beretta. I think Ooh. it got taken down yesterday. Uh, it's, it's gone back down to the warehouse now. No, no, I was oh, in the in... video. So oh, we did right, a video oh, okay. yesterday on the three uh, new... Oh, it wasn't yesterday. It might be the day before. Right, okay. It might still be up, actually. But yes, we did um, the Glock 19 the new Bretta M9A3, and the P8. 
P801, yeah. Uh, and we were very sort of slightly worried about the Bretta when we got it out of the box because it said 1.3 joules all over the side <laughs> of it. We put a CO2 bulb in it, and it was devastatingly loud. Uh, shot really, really nice. Put it through the chrono, and it was 337, so it was totally fine. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, the new Umarex that we have currently is here. We're expecting more. It's really nice, I will say that. I'm, I'm not... I'm not usually, a fan. no, I'm not usually I'm a Beretta, not a Beretta fan. fan. I mean, I've got a, I've got a PX4, which is technically a Beretta, but mm. um, but yeah, the, your typical M9, I'm not, I'm kind of meh. Usually, they're a bit, they're a bit rounded and a bit. The, the, the plain ones are a little bit yeah. dull, personally. But, but this one, again, if you like them, don't hate. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you play with whatever you want to play with. But this but, one is definitely a recommendation. It's it's super solid. It's got a threaded barrel. It's the fit and finish on it is really nice. Yeah. Um, it's like I, three colours of tan as well. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I think I mentioned it in the video. It's something to do with the the M9 A3 mm. and the 19X. I think they were competing for like that military contract ages yes. ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the Bretta got it. I think the 19X got it. Yeah. But obviously, this still got made. So Umrex have made a version of it. Yeah. And it is nice. Damn, is it loud? Yes, it's yeah. so loud. Yeah, it's got some clonk um, to it, and it? you get loads of rounds out of it as well. For something that is loud, and you expect it to be using all that CO two to to throw rounds out, it, it. I think we did three, three and a half mags worth of BBs out of it. Yeah, and it was still chatting away, and then you get a few flubbery shots at the end, and then you just got to change the bulb. But everything comes with the box. You get the Allen key in the box. Uh, it's got the uh, thread protector on the end. Yeah, uh, if you're not putting anything on it, like yep. your, your tracer units are oak. Uh, the only downside I had with it is the mag spring is that strong when you get your nail in it and try and pull the... Oh, oh to load the BBs. Yeah, to yeah, load the, the BBs follower. in it. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to do that too many times. No. It'd be all right with gloves on, but yeah. yeah bare hands, it's going to... It's it's, um, it's interesting. It's but if you are looking at them, they should be on the website by the end of today. Uh, it's live now, I believe. Oh, they're online now. Yeah. So check the new... The, the search function might be a bit funny when they first go on, but if you check the new products page, they'll be on there, all three of them. Uh, so we've got another question coming in, so we'll throw that up. Another FAQ, uh, my favourite. <laughs> How far does it shoot? Uh, all the way over there. Yeah. Is your answer? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's these open questions and... As much as we would like to be able to put that information on every single product on the website, yeah. it's an impossible thing to answer. It is. Uh, I mean, if you want a generalisation, then, like you were saying, pistols, yeah. pff, I don't know, 20, 20 metres you don't need. You don't need it to go. It no. will go further than that, but you don't need you it don't to. You don't need it to. Uh, your average AEG, maybe, what, 30 to 40 metres, yeah, approximately. Like Not airsoft metres, uh, real metres. Real metres, yeah. Um, there's <sighs> Sniper rifles, what, maybe... Maybe sixty something like yeah. that. Yeah, something super high end. If if anyone says that yeah. they can do a hundred meter shot, they probably can, but it takes a lot. Yeah. Um, especially sort of as they say, cold bore shooting. Mm. Um, being able to shoot and then aim off. Don't get me wrong, there are platforms that can reach out and do that, but it takes again, like what we're on about with the barrel hop, uh, nozzle, and all them things working really, really well together. Yeah, it is possible. It just takes a lot of effort. And, and it's remember, not... you're shooting little plastic balls. Yeah, They're takes... not the most aerodynamic things in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people don't realise how, how much of a little um, obstruction can change the trajectory of a yeah, BB. Yeah, the slightest gust of wind. Like uh, spider webs in trees can yeah. deviate a BB off its exact track. Yeah. So um, we would love to be able to say, this shoots this far, this shoots this far. But the problem is, as soon as you change the weight of the BB, it changes. Each different of the... So if we get every single one of a certain platform out of the box, it will have 5 or 10 FPS difference. Yeah. So that will change it. 
wind, rain, uh, hop applied, everything changes how far something can shoot. We can give a rough estimate of a pistol will go X distance, but you don't really need it to go further than 20. Yeah. An AG, if it's reaching out to 40, you're doing fine, and then you can lob further if you want. And again, set your hop. Yes, most importantly. Because, again, the amount of times that players are, are, are trying to shoot, and just, just take some time. Again, if, if you're a new player, there will be players on your site that are more than happy to help you. Nine times out of ten, a player will go, yes, absolutely. He'll probably use your entire mag's worth of BBs to do it and make you go reload, <laughs> but he will happily set your hop and you'll realise you will get probably a good 15 to 20 extra metres out of a well-set hop. Because yeah. when you first see a hop fly true, it's a little bit weird on the eyes. It, mm. it doesn't look natural. Um, and I mean, how far can you actually see? Because most of the time, the BB disappears way beyond my eyesight. And I think oh, I've yeah, got absolutely. pretty good eyes. Yeah, well, I don't. And and yeah, I'll I'll even if I put my head right by the barrel and I'm staring right down, you know, yeah. as far you try down, and see as the close to the the ball as, as, as possible. Can. Yeah, and, and I'm just kind of I'm guessing I'm shooting yeah. towards that person. Thirty I don't forty know. meters, you're you're not seeing that BB anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we can't really state how far something shoots as much as we'd like to. Uh, so we've got the red light uh, of questions again. <laughs> the red light of questions. Uh, any idea on when Tokyo Muri will be back in stock? Very soon. Really? So um, I, don't, I wasn't aware of this. Yes. So we were expecting two deliveries this week. One has been delayed, unfortunately, for the, the reasons that we've spoken of um, previously. But we, we have two TM deliveries on the way. Um, I'm going to ask you a question now. Anything new in there? No. Oh. Unfortunately not. As mm. much as I really want the AKM, <laughs> it's uh, not in there. Damn. Um, <laughs> Yes, I, I'm very, very excited for the AKM. Unfortunately, we don't have them on order. As soon as they are on our list to be able to order, we will be getting them because yep. they're awesome. And uh, same with some of the other new bits that have come out. There's the, the Block 3 as well, isn't there? There's the Block 3 yeah. and there's the new non-blowback um, Defender Pistol. So if you're into your sneaky beaky games or you've played Mill Sims where people capture each other. Oh, the like, Bodyguard. Or is it's it like a Bodyguard thing. Like, yeah, it's got yeah, seven yeah. rounds in it and it is very, very, very cool. Um <laughs> Just something that you can hide away. Uh, there's a lot of games where people have um, capture rules where they have to physically touch every um, platform you got and say, right, that's out, that's out, that's out. And if they don't find everything, then you use it. Uh, and that'd be really, really cool. Um, but the, the AKM, um, I've, I've heard a few people talking about it, saying it is, it, it, it racks, it's, its rack is a little bit lackluster the same, but I think the MWS is similar to that. Hmm. Uh, but the... Um, Shooting and the recoil of it is really, really, really nice. Yeah. Um, but I believe it is plastic, not real wood. Really? But again, with MWS and everything like that, there'll be that many aftermarket and oh, yeah, parts absolutely. for it. It will be awesome. Uh, but the red light is saying I have another question, so we will go to another question. Oh, more TM. Uh, any plans to get the new TM GBB Sega 12K? Short answer, Yes. Yeah, he wants it. I want it. Um, I'm yeah, definitely interested in that. I think the amount of times I've spent in my brain trying to work out how that's going to work, <laughs> um, it's it's going to be int- yes, 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 yes. Um, again, as soon as as soon as it's available um, from our supplier, we will definitely get it. Um, probably in many a quantity, and we'll try and get as many as possible because we know they are going to be very, very, very popular. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the AK itself is going to be popular, and I think it's a very similar system to that that they've put in it. And if you've got a gas blowback version of, like, say, the AA-12 or 
the SGR12, if it's remotely like anything at home, it'll be popular. Hmm. I will advise people that with stuff like that, make sure your site is going to allow you to use it. Because there are some places like with the AA12 and the SGR12, uh, even the um, the 870, you've got to be, make sure that you stick to the three, not the six shot. Right. You can't full auto, yep. anything like that. So if you are going to spend this money on a brand new platform that's untested, firing three BBs at once, full auto, it's a similar thing to that high rate of fire. Yep. You're firing a lot of BBs at the same time, so make sure your site allows you to use it before you dump a load of cash yep. on it. Keep an eye on the social media, basically. As yeah. soon as we get uh, a Tokyo Marie order in, then we'll be we'll be telling everyone. Yes, because <laughs> it'll be selling really, really quickly. Yes. Uh, so we've got another question coming in. Ah, my second favorite question. Go. How much does it cost? Uh, so, so this isn't this isn't uh, an open-ended question. This is more a um, a YouTube question. Yes, this is this is a question that basically we have to. Avoid. True, avoid, yeah, because as of, much as we'd like because, to talk be, about it, because of YouTube analytics and and uh, their terms and conditions, etc., etc. So, if uh, you want to know how much it costs, just it's on, on the it's, website. Yeah, if it's on the website, sometimes we do new things, um, and it's not on the website yet because we're really excited and we just want to show it off. Yeah, but nine times out of ten, we cannot state how much something costs when it's in my hands in front of camera, um, purely because the video will just get. Uh, turned off YouTube will uh, drop the video down um, and we may get strikes we may get uh, anything like that so what we do now is we have to moderate the chat as much as possible yeah. and anytime someone mentions that we have to swipe it off uh, because YouTube reads the comments as well so if people start talking about that and it starts doing stuff mm. it affects the video as well we want to try and keep these videos up so they're informative uh, and everything like that but cost is always on the website it's not really something that we have to tell you we can tell you features yeah. and everything what something does yeah cost if you're going to buy it you're going to see the cost before you buy it anyway. yeah hi youtube if you're watching love you yeah love you all uh so we've got another question coming up uh is the gng combat machine the best starter gun it's certainly a good choice it's a very good choice uh i've always said to anybody anybody who came in the shop asking you know oh, it's my first gun what, what shall i get hmm. uh and whilst that is certainly a good option, I always tell people your best or your first gun you should get is the one you like the most. Yes, so, it has to look good. Yeah, you have to you have to pick it up and want to use it and, and want to play yeah. basically. So it needs to excite you. Yeah, exactly. So G and G have because so many sites have used the them as their rentals uh, and they get used every weekend. So normally an airsofter might use his. Um, is AG once every two weeks, hmm. and that's quite a that's a lot. Maybe yeah, once yeah. a week if they if they're very heavy player. Some might only use it once a month. The G and Gs were rentals, so they were getting used by people who didn't own them every week and getting hundreds, hundreds of rounds, and they just and they seem to last. They just yeah, they and just because work. players had used they just them, work. they went oh, I really liked that, yeah. and they're not looking and broadening their spectrum. So that centre part of the G and G is the same as the rest of it. So if there is another G and G that you like the look of, yeah. I'd go for that. Yeah, because it'll be built around the same internal, same, same gearbox, thing. same motor, etc. It'll just have a different handguard or a different yeah. stock or different best, length or something. The best starter gun that you can possibly get in the world is one that's in your budget and you like the look of. Yeah. Because, again, your budget is a massive factor. Yeah. Um, it's all down to um, how how quickly and how much you want to spend to get yourself on, a on the field with all the gear. Yeah. Um, 
obviously the 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 platform is a key thing, but you've got to look at always budgeting for battery, charger, iPro, boots, gloves, yeah, everything like that. Um, extra magazines, extra mags. I think a lot of people are sort of shun high caps and everything like that, but I think that's where they sit perfectly. Yeah. Is being able to let people start the sport quick, easy, and effectively. Hmm. You don't want to have to spend £20 a mag on five mags to be able to play. You've got this one magazine that holds 300 BBs, and you can just play. It's great. It gets new people into the sport, and new people mean the sport keeps keeps going. Yeah. But uh, turn a big, long answer into something short is in your budget, <laughs> and you like the look of. If you like the look of it, then you're on to a yeah. winner. Uh, it's a great choice. And with it being an M4, there's loads of aftermarket parts for it as well yeah. that you can just fettle around with down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we've got another question coming in, thick and fast. Are you guys going to restock a springs-powered shotguns with full stocks anytime soon? Uh, so this reverts back to what we were talking about earlier about restocks. Yep. But I also know there are lots of pallets down there waiting to be booked in that have shotguns in them. Oh, so again, okay. this is one of them moments where we get m- these massive deliveries in constantly, but then there's another delivery the same day and another delivery... They are down there now, right now, but it's going to take time to get through it. We have 16-ish pallets plus another delivery in at the same time yep. with two to three people going through it. Make sure we've got everything we've ordered. Make sure the quantities are right. Make sure all the pricings are correct if we've bought them at a different price and we want to make it cheaper. Make sure that you're getting it at the right price. But I, I know there are the CM58 shotguns down there. Right, okay. In boxes, waiting to be booked in. So again, if there is a shotgun that you're after... Uh, Use that email. Use that email back to stock stock It is yeah. the quickest way to get notified. Because as soon as those things get booked in, you'll get notified. Like as soon I said. as someone puts that number in the box and ticks it on the computer, it just flashes all the emails out to you, uh, and you get a link. You can click it and you can buy it straight away. It doesn't email it to you until it is physically available on the website. So Correct. it's a great system. So we have another question coming in. Uh, I've noticed you don't stock many AR-15 M4 uh, barrel nut handguards. Only a couple of Vector Optics actually make some good M-Lock ones. Any plans to stock more? Um, so, so you're, this you're, is on you're, with like the old Nuprol handguards and rails and things like that yeah. that seem to just disappear. Is it, are we talking about the, the sort of M4A1 style handguard that's... Held at the front between the two captive. Uh, yeah, cups. so, that, so that kind of thing. You get because there was a Magpul one, wasn't there? Yes, the, there's the plastic one, yeah. and it's anything that uses the standard Delta ring. Yeah, um, and I think a lot of them sort of disappeared off the way. I reckon the trend will come back, and people wanting them old school style builds again soon. Yeah. but the current trend is L119 sleek M lock uh, key mod and everything like that. So yeah. that Delta ring style has fallen off the radar yeah. a little bit. And so. also I think, because it tended to come with part and parcel with the triangular front sight post, which was yeah. fixed there. And a lot of people didn't like having that in the way if they were going to run a yeah. red dot or something If they were like going to put so. an optic on there. Yeah. As much as you can co-witness and everything like that, and it's fine. A lot of people just think that it's covering half my dot. It's not as efficient, so I want I want to take this front bit off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... I do believe the trend's going to swing back the other way very, very soon once people have had all this high-tech M-Lock key mod, yeah. all them bits. People are going to go, oh, I've done that. I want to go classic now, and I think that trend might swing back the yeah. other way very, very soon. Um, so, if again, if it, if things are on the website uh, and they're out of stock, we are getting them back. 
Um, but if they aren't there and you're after something and you've seen it elsewhere, the the order form, yeah. uh, anything like that, yeah, um, yeah. allows you to do any anything like that if you've seen yeah. it elsewhere. You can message Sam. He can give you uh, an estimate, uh, a stock availability, and whether or not we can get it. Uh, and everything like that so if there is something that you are after and it's not on the website we can try our best to get it yeah uh, so we'll throw the next question up uh, how do you how do you get a great beard like yours um, well there's two reasons <laughs> one was 10 years in the military and having to shave every day uh, and then feeling like I wanted to um, not shave not shave ever again <laughs> yeah uh, and time and patience um, yeah moisturiser as well it doesn't look like it, but I definitely moisturise. Yeah. Um, how do you get your beard? How do I get my beard? Laziness. Yeah. Yes. Laziness. <laughs> uh, and I think it's also I've seen how expensive razors are now as well, so I'm just saving money. That's it's not. True, it's yeah. nothing. I'm not trying to be cool or anything. I just don't like spending money. I'll, I'll grow facial hair. It will go so far, and then it just starts to look kind of a bit wiry and rubbish. Yeah. You know, it doesn't all grow in one direction. I've got some going this way, some going that way, and it's just kind of oh yeah, I'll just shave it off, whatever, yeah. give up. Anyway. I'm just going to stare at it now. I'm just yeah, you're just going to watch yourself. <laughs> I'm going to take over. Right, I think we've got a red we've light got, on for another question. Another yeah. question, yeah. Uh, how long does the battery last? So this is another... Um, for as long as you hold down the trigger. That's a good, uh, that's the, so that's not my answer. <laughs> my answer is how long is a piece of string? Yeah, Twice enough. as long as it is from the middle to the end. Yep. Um, so we can't state how long a battery is going to last because, again, same with range or anything like that, it's, there's so many factors involved. Hmm. All we can say is that if you have, say, a 1,000 milliamp battery and it lasts an hour, it's not going to last you an hour. It's going to last you a lot longer. If you then get a 1450, it's probably going to last you an hour and a half, right. roughly. Um, but again, it all down to it's how you play it. Yeah, absolutely. If, you, if you're a very trigger-happy person, um, then it's not going to last as long as someone who's a lot more frugal on the trigger. Um, oddly... The last age is in bolt actions. <laughs> um as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong here, I probably have lots of technicians watching this going, yeah. no, you idiot. But as I understand it, uh, use of semi-auto on an electric gun, mm -hmm. lots of semi-auto firing will wear out the battery quicker than if you were to use full auto. Yes, because unless you have, I think if in a standard AG, in yes, a standard AG, I think MOSFETs and stuff like that might yeah. counteract in act, all this active braking and yeah, yeah, yeah. anything to do with MOSFETs. We've done a workshop video ages ago with yeah. Mark. Just and I think, I think it's because it uses the extra power to start the motor up and get yeah. it winding to it's, fire a shot and then it slows down again and then it's got to wind up again. I think it's the each. same thing. It's the same analogy of cars. Yeah. Um, if you start your car and drive at 40 miles an hour for ages, you're going to get further than if you start, stop, Start, start, stop, yeah. stop breaking, yeah. start, stop. Yeah, it's a very, very similar similar analogy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and again, if you're full autoing all day and just going through thousands and thousands and thousands of rounds as quickly as possible, I've had people, especially at Proving Grounds, I had a guy, we started a game at uh, 10 o'clock. He came to me at half 11 because he'd run out of BBs, completely <laughs> run out of BBs, and he wanted a refund because he'd run out of BBs. Oh, wow. Uh, his battery had not died, he'd just run out of BBs. And wow. I think he went through two bottles of BBs in about two hours. Uh, and again, if you play like that, that's totally fine. Just make sure you bring enough BBs. Was, Where, he, just, was he just throwing the bottles at people? You know, I just wafting them at I people? I don't understand how he got through so many BBs, but he did, apparently. Um, <laughs> and, he, and he wanted his money back because he, he had no more BBs. But we just sent him to the shop and he got some more. We gave him some little, um, the little thousand bag rental ones and right. let him carry on playing for a bit. But if you were sat there and just taking single pot shots at a time, the battery's obviously going to last longer. Yeah. 
when it comes to the the battery fitting in your platform and how long it's going to last in in your gun there's so many variables the milliamp hours is the rough idea of how long it's going to last yeah so if you go to a game day with one battery and it's a thousand milliamps and you go oh this has lasted me half a day you roughly know how much you need but again your gameplay is going to change between day hmm. so if one battery is lasting you half a day get three or four um, it takes you 10 seconds to change a battery Absolutely. in, in, in most, most guns, guns yeah. in most, most guns yeah. uh, the GK99 is a little bit different because you've got to unscrew the front of it but yeah. it's still really really nice um, so we can't state exactly how long a battery is going to last but we can give you a rough guess um, and we always say have more than one if you have one battery you probably even I run 1450 milliamps in mm. in mine um, when I'm not using the gas but that can last me a day and again if you start adding MOSFETs gates titans all that kind of stuff with a gate titan one battery is probably going to last you three games because it's so efficient and it yeah. shuts down just- well on uh, on my M4 it's a bit of a Frankenstein build that I put together myself um, but I deliberately got myself a PTS uh, stock mm. because it has oh, the, new, it's got the EPS the EPS stock yeah because it's got so massive in storage in there yeah. and I use a 11.1 volt 2600 milliamp hour mm. battery in there and that easily lasts me yeah. a day easily yeah. so with with the because I've got a, like a CTR style on mine it goes down the stock tube yeah um, no example on there so I get a, I can fit a 1450 milliamp lipo down the stock tube it fits perfectly I don't put my stock all the way down because your stock being out gives you a bit more space yeah and that that can last me a day if if it's um, quite of a tight game or it's very 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 uh, trigger happy. I'll just swap at lunchtime. Even if I come in at lunchtime and I don't think it's going, I'll swap it anyway um, because you know you're just going to be out there all day. Yeah. But the best advice for for battery life is buy more. Have, have spare batteries. Always have a spare. Uh, at least and one don't spare. wait for the battery to die. No. If you if you have a break or if you if you if you've gone from the from the start of the day to lunch break and you, you it's you're not feeling it slow down a bit swap your battery then because you know you're going to last the rest of the day and it'll be great yeah uh, so we've got another question coming in again Scotty will you guys be getting more Umarex Glocks and four one sixes in soon yes this one I do know there you go um, straight the from, ones straight from, from the ginger horse's mouth so the ones from yesterday you edited the <laughs> nineteen yesterday. Uh, 17, 18s and everything like that I believe are online Um, and I believe 416s and 417s are due on the 4th of August next Wednesday Wednesday. again Um, that was the email I got this morning for tracking and again don't quote me but again delays everything can happen expecting it one time and it will come again If, if it's something that's on the website again email back in stock if it's not on the website just be uh, a little bit patient and they will be online soon. Uh, so I'll flash up another question very, very quickly. How do I get exactly 350 FPS? So this is another FAQ that we get during uh, the live streams and everything like that. And, it, and we've covered this slightly. I feel with the like power. we've pretty much answered this. Um, yeah. It's well, kind of two ways. It's you don't need to get it to. No. There's, t- there's two ways to answer this. We, You don't need 350 FPS exactly because... No. If it is exact, there's always a chance that you go to the wrong site or the the chrono's off or whatever, yeah. and you chrono over, you can't use it. I've always been, since I started, I've always had better experience with platforms that are about 330, 340, than trying to get up there. I mean, 340 is close, but 330, I think the yeah. PTW does 330, yeah, yeah. and it, it fires, God knows. I think it's 270 on a 
0.3. Yeah, and you've always is... got to be aware of dual creepage as well, because yeah. obviously if you if you then decide to use uh, 0.25s, 0.28s, 0.3s, I mean, I run 0.32s in my mm. AEG, for example, um, you're always risking going over that joulage limit, power limit. Yeah. So the, you know, the equivalent might then be over 350 FPS if it was an equivalent. It's very, very prevalent with, with bolt actions is that. Yeah. So people try and set their platform up right on the limit with the lowest weight. Yeah. Uh, and this, this, again, this isn't probably deliberate. It's just, the, it's just physics with um, certain things and momentum and everything like that is... The di each different weight of BB has a, a lower FPS because we have it's it's power, not speed, is what we're trying to achieve. You're not you're not trying to make each BB do the same speed of 500 FPS. It's the kinetic power of how hard it's going to hit mm. to keep people safe. <clears throat> and a BB coming out at 350 or 500 on different platforms, you then put a heavier BB in. It might not drop speed enough to go under the power limit. So. Say you're at, um, I think it's 106 meters per second for a two, mm. and then like 98 on a two five. If you drop to the two five and it still does a 101 meters, you're hot. Yeah, you're fine on a two, but you're not on a two five. Yeah, um, and that's the danger of, of chasing the the limit. Yeah, and you will think that that limit is actually. It's not actually the limit. The limit is like three two eight because it's plus minus ten percent. Yeah, so you're already over. It's, it's just the way that um, sites and chronos and everything like that work. Yeah. Is you, you and some are, sites actually run that 328 limit as yes, well. So again, if, you, if you were at 350, you'd you go to a site. Yeah, you wouldn't be Especially able to CQB. Yeah. CQB yeah, yeah. like to stick to a jewel, everything like that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it might be a bit controversial, but playing in the various places that I've played, 350 is fine, but I'd quite happily play higher. Uh, at some places, well, like they do in America, for example, states in yeah. the states, in Denmark, in France, um, they it's, it's very different. So again, the states, the sites are obviously a lot bigger. Um, playing some of their like the hospitals and the MOD, their military sites, it's very very different. So they they're allowed like one point five five joules on a two five, which is about four hundred and ten FPS over here on a two. But you've got to think of the ranges that you're working at. Yeah. Uh, Denmark, I don't think there is a limit. So basically, they put um, a minimum engagement on the, the person. Yeah. But it's a very tight-knit community. It's a very small community, so it's quite easily managed. Um, but I think they also have um, a law that you're not allowed to fire within two meters. Right. So there's various different things, but um, my advice is don't chase that 350. Try and sit around that 330, unless you go in like DMR or bolt action. Yeah. And again, try and sit where... Leave yourself some wiggle room. Yeah, especially for dual creep, because yeah. you just want to be able to use it and not have to go home. Yeah. Or use a rental. <laughs> Unless it's uh, the same Raider. Unless it's the same Raider, and that'll last you all day. Uh, so we've got uh, another question about to drop in. Uh, I have taken half the two-turn off my gun with a paint job project and forgot to check the laws about it. Uh, I now know, by the way, uh, could I get into trouble or would I be fine? Just calling the police now. Uh, <laughs> watch him panic now and delete his comment. Yeah. Um, so that is that is um, the 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 rules as written is we have to say what the rules are. At the end of the day, the only crime is getting caught, and yeah. you you have to either be dobbed in, um, admit it, anything like that, admitting it. Um, but <laughs> again, it's 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 one of them things that 
Um, I I don't know of or if anyone's ever been done under I'm not the aware Ukara, of anyone, no. not the Ukara, but under that 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 um, law. Yeah. Whether or not most police officers know about it, anything like that. My advice is just leave it as it is. Um, again, it's 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 airsoft. If if my what I would do is if if I was starting again, and I had a two tone and the whole spraying it is you don't need to you can just you can scrim it up you can put camo tape on it you can do everything and then yeah. it's still painted and then you can take it off afterwards um we have a lot of people might not agree or like it but we have some of the most lenient rules when it comes to airsoft so you go to places like um portugal and stuff i think the front third of their gun and their pistol grip has to be like this color yeah like a big bright lime green and they're not allowed to change it uh, they're allowed to cover it up during games but they're not allowed to change it at all. Mm. Uh, in the States, again, everything has to ship with the orange tip. Yeah, certain parts of the States, isn't it? Yeah, but everyone ships it with it. No, right, so right, onto, okay. yeah. um, I think Germany is only allowed to have semi-auto. There's no full auto in Germany. And it has to have the little F mark and in it has the to have Pentagon. All F marks. Yeah. So we are, we are quite fortunate with the rules we have. Do we wish they were different? Absolutely. But we'll, we'll, we'll stick with the rules we have because they're better than other people's. Yeah. Uh, even like what we're saying about the Japan power limits at like 270. Yeah. Would I like to play at higher power limits? Yes. Because I've played at the States and Denmark and everything like that and I'm not dead. It's totally fine. It, it, it stings a bit but it's not any worse than um, being shot over here. It just gives you that little bit more range and the safety that is put in place it's totally fine. Uh, so the red light is on again for another question. Uh, recently contacted your team regarding a first loadout. Uh, would look just like to say thanks for an in-depth and prompt response. Well, thank you very much. You're the welcome. Customer service team is probably uh, much to credit there. Um, they have a um, how do you say it? A, wealth a thankless of task. Oh well, this is a true, thankless actually, task. Yeah. So. Um, the amount of orders and everything that go out and every every now and again there is either a problem with it or all that and they will do everything in their power to fix it but some people can never be pleased and you see all them um, responses and stuff on Facebook reviews and everything like that and it's always mm. nice to see when people um, appreciate it. And remember the guys in customer services they're airsofters as they're not just random people sitting at the other end of the phone you know they, they care about the sport and they care about your queries uh, so they'll always go out of their way to help you as best they can mm. and they've got a lot of knowledge but we appreciate the comment yeah uh, so we've got another uh, red, the red light is on for another question uh, when I first get a gun will I need to chrono uh, or will it be sorted uh, when I get it to the field uh, I mean it's a good question I mean we test every gun that go out but when we, do. we go to a field regardless it will get tested every single yeah, time yeah absolutely absolutely um, you've got to think yes you know what power um, it's doing. You could chrono every single day and it doesn't matter. Every time you go to a site, the person at the site doesn't know what your gun is. You know it like yeah. the back of your hand. They've never seen it before. Mm. So it will get... Every, I mean, I think um, my platform now, I've had two years mm. and every single site, chronoed every single time. Uh, and again, if I have to change the cylinder or anything like that, it gets chronoed again before it gets used. You've just got to be safe. You don't want to be that person that accidentally does something wrong takes a hot gun on the field and feels bad because yeah. you've hurt someone so every single time you go to a site it's not a case of oh i had a chronoed at such and such site last week that person letting you on their site doesn't know that so it will get chronoed every single time. every time i go to proving grounds you know the site that you run mm -hmm. 
I always go through Chrono. I always make sure I Chrono the gun. I don't know. Just his, in case. I don't know what you've done to it. I don't know what no, you've added exactly. to it. And it's my responsibility yeah. to make sure your gun's all right. In fact, it's if you do else. go to a game site that doesn't Chrono your gun, walk away. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the best thing to do. Yeah. Uh, so the red light is on again for another question. Uh, will you guys will you guys be selling more HPA guns or stick to mainly AEGs? Um, now this is an interesting one because I've I'm cur- I'm HPA curious. <laughs> mm. uh, I've never so really I'm, had any experience of it, but it's it went through a phase of having a really bad rep uh, of people uh, sort of tweaking the powers once they've gone through Chrono, you know, and then sort of ramping the power up a little bit. And, so I've I've run HPA but, and it's I've always and again as as a site. Or, or organizer and site runner. Yeah, I know it's. I know how people can and try and get through Chrono. Yeah, and it's it's easier to do it with other platforms than it is HPA. Right. The reason why HPA got the bad name. We're completely diverting for your question. Don't worry. We'll yeah. So back. We'll, we'll circle back to it. Yeah, we'll circle back to it. <laughs> um, it's because of the power limits they are capable of that make that that got them the problem. The rear yeah, fire. Yeah. The balance. Whack it up to whatever. But there's nothing stopping someone coming to your chrono, like what we saw with the TM and bits earlier, 144A gas, fire it, and then swap and run black gas all day. Mm. And then someone comes up, oh, can I crow? If someone is going to try and cheat, they will try and do it. As a site owner, we have to put as much respect and honesty onto the player chronoing them. We will put every safety factor in place possible. Mm. We will chrono every weapon. We have... um, we have a micro um, scales next to the chrono that if someone turns up with a bolt actions and says, I'm chronoing on a two, can I have one of your BBs, please? And we can weigh it. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it is exact. And we, we, we have to uh, try and... We're really We're not trying now, to catch we? everyone, everyone out. <laughs> we just want everyone to be safe because it will take that one person getting hurt to shut you down uh, or get sued or anything like that. Um, there's loads of factors to take into place. So... The HPA. Yeah, let's, is, let's, is, let's bring it back. <laughs> let's bring it back. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's very easy to cheat with other, other things. But come back into your question are we going to do HPA? We want to. We've we are done trying. Some, we've done some bits in the past, haven't we? We've had tanks yes, we've and got, lines and. We've got and the Titmans in. Like we've had the Titmans, yeah. Well, we've got all four types. So there's a carbine and CQB of the yeah. Omega and the recall version. Either running off a, a separate tank or um, built into the stock or whatever, yeah. So. But I presume he's on about, say, Wolverine or Polar Star. I'd, li- I'd be interested in I've, doing I've that. contacted Wolverine. They have an exclusive agreement with someone else. Uh, uh, so we can't get it direct from them, but we can get it from other places. Right. It's just when they get their stock back because obviously Wolverine have been shut down and a limited run for a long, long time. So these engines are limited production. Yeah. And again, with Wolverine being quite a small company, they will pick, say, the Reaper, start building that. There'll be X amount out there and they'll go to the next one. So there won't really be a point where every single HPA engine they do is out in the market in great quantity mm. very soon. Probably same with Polar Start. The difference between them is Polestar is very expensive. Yes. It is an incredible system. It's I had the um, fusion engine in my SR16, and it was great. I think the reason why I ended up stop using it because it took a little bit out of the game for me. It was a little bit too meta, if that makes sense. Right, it was okay. too quiet, uh, too... Easy. It was just too much. Too it was a little easy. bit too easy. Yeah. So, for example, I think uh, I was at a CQB uh, sort of building structure site. I think it might have been Catrick or somewhere like that. 
in a building with other people about this range, and they <laughs> wow. couldn't hear me firing. They thought it was someone outside. Wow. And I mean, that's great. It's it's enjoyable, but I I'm into airsoft for the sort of experience and the um, immersion and stuff like that. So I went with something a little bit heavier, the gas, the blowback, and all that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. why I went away from it. Again, they are amazing. You can do great, great things with HP. And um, yes, we want them. We're just trying to source them for now. There you go. Very long answer. Very long answer question. about cheating. Uh, so we'll uh, flash another question up. We have got one waiting. Uh, this is one that's come up a few times. Uh, is X better than Y? Uh, and this was from a recent live stream where people are comparing two similar things. And I think the example I have was um, like the R604 to a wet series EU17. Gas pistols are pretty much all the same on the yeah, inside. Yeah, it's just it's just how they look on the it's outside, how basically. The outside. So, I mean, how they feel in the hand. Yeah. Uh, if you if, again, if you like the look of them. Yes, absolutely. So it's it's, it's incredibly subjective. It's, it, airsoft again is that subjective thing of you need to play airsoft how you want to. Don't be told how to play it. No, because oh, that's better than this. There'll be a lot of people out there, especially on social media, who will try and tell you that oh, you should go with that. You should go with this. Blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, X is better than Y. It's, Ignore yeah. it. Do what, Ignore do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. Um, but yeah, and again, it's it can even be like vastly between budgets. I mean, I can say what my favourite AG on the wall is. I can say I'd if I could go and pick any AG out of our warehouse, hmm. it, it'd probably be like the ERG PTS or something like yeah. that. But that's for your reasons. If people don't like M4s, it's terrible for them. They yeah. might want an AK. They might want gas or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Is expert than why it's very very hard to. Um, get into your mind and think what you prefer is kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so we've got another one dropping in fast. Uh, I'm six foot four, three hundred. I don't know if that's age or something like that. <laughs> it's really hard to find proper gear to fit, like camo tops, pants. Uh, is there a chance you guys will stock four XL plus clothing for airsofters? Mm, uh... I'm thinking of um, does. I don't know if Invader Gear goes. That's up. what I was thinking. Invader Gear. I was trying to think of the name. I think Invader Gear are uh, they go up to like two or three XL. Um, and again, this goes back to again, ex-military. Yeah. This physical like size only goes up to so big. After there was some guys in the job that were very big gents. Yeah. Um, and they had to get their jackets and everything like that custom tailored. Well, I was going to say, was would Army surplus? be a good choice i don't know how big the standard it, 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 issue stuff goes but they go they go quite big but uh again it's it's a, it's a sizing thing um there were there were some big lads that that we worked with and they had to get their jackets yeah. custom made so they got given a jacket they'd go to the tailors and they put a big v in the back of it and make it physically bigger right um wow that is an option to get something tailored um the other option is if you want in, if you specifically want in camo it's quite hard the only other thing to do is try and go for a pmc loadout Go for the go for jeans. Go for the plaid shirts. Yeah, yeah. They'll all be available in that kind of stuff. And then for the camo stuff, just stick with your gear for the camo. Yeah, so your vest, uh, your belt, then, whatever. So most vests go up to pretty much any size. I They're mean, pretty adjustable, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they'll, they'll go up to pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, Maybe not the little micro rig. Well, I don't even know. I micro think that, rigs, that thing, that thing, the 
the straps come way out. They are quite long, although although the tiny little pouch on quite a large body might look a bit get too odd. (laughs) Yeah, and they have loads of side by side, or we get four all over yourself. But yeah, yeah, advice for that four XL I think might be difficult to find even in Invader gear because they're quite generous with the sizings. Yeah, they might go to three. I Um, would advise uh, anything that's come from Far East, uh, size down, Emerson gear, etc. Yeah, they'll they'll tend they're large will be our medium kind of thing, for yeah. example so i wouldn't necessarily trust their sizing in that regard yeah. so, even, yeah, so if, cam- if, even if they do a 4xl it'll probably be more like a 3xl yeah here uh, so yeah I'd, I'd probably advise either trying to get something tailored uh, so buy yourself a 3xl um and tailor it or go for the pmc with jeans uh plaid shirt and a micro rig or something like that yeah uh so we have another question about to drop in uh, has COVID killed airsoft community, or will it thrive again? I don't think it's dead at all. No, no. I, I think, um, I think, again, looking at the social media and uh, throughout COVID, uh, people's eagerness to get back to the field. Was I think pretty it's evident. almost done the reset that people needed. I think a lot yeah. of people were getting tired, play not tired playing or anything like that, but they'd obviously been in the sport for ages and ages and ages and mm. almost like treading water in a hobby. Yeah. Everyone does in every hobby. Especially, what especially people who go to the same site every yeah. time. Um, and then there was this point where someone was then saying, no, you can't go anymore. And then when it reopened and we had limited numbers and everything like that, sold out immediately. Yeah. Um, straight away, the, the sites were full. People were coming back. Players that I've not seen for three, four years, um, mm. like regular players that I've used to play at other sites with, have come back into it. Guys that have just like either got a family or anything like that. The kids have grown. They've taken that sort of rest period and come back to it. Um, yeah, I, I think Airsoft is currently thriving. I think it's on an uphill curve with the sort of mainstream almost. Hmm. It's becoming more... There's more people that will mention it than maybe 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago yeah. when I started. It, yeah. was, it was very much, this is, this is it. This is airsoft. This is what you've got a choice of three guns, and that's it. There's all the choice you have now is astronomical. It's crazy, um, and I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. No, uh, but thanks for your question. Uh, we've got another one coming in. What do you think of Speedsoft? It is a, a completely legitimate way of playing. It's an uh, option. It's an option. It's no <laughs> different. It's so you can compare skirmish, milsim, Speedsoft, hardball, paintball. We're all doing the same thing. Yeah, we're all shooting balls we're at each all, other. We're all shooting balls at each other. Um, <laughs> it's just a different way of playing. A lot, a lot of the, I will say, a lot of the hate that goes towards Speedsoft is it's an aggressive style of play. Yeah. And trying to beat it means you've kind of semi got to join them. Yeah. Um, learn how they play. Learn their tactics. Uh, the best way to beat someone is know how they're going to play. Yeah, absolutely. If you're just going to oh, they're terrible, you shouldn't be playing a lot like that. Don't do that. Talk to them, learn how they play, learn their tactics, because as soon as you understand what they're going to do, you can beat them. Hmm. Um, it's good training for you, Yes, basically. Because it's, it adds another tool to your, your toolbox when you're playing then. Yeah. It's, um, it, it, will, it will allow the way that they advance and strike on corners and turn and angles, the way that they do angles is great. It's very different to... Um, room clearing and slicing and cutting in and this and the other, they will just be aggressive and try and get rounds in there. Mm. 
at the end of the day, airsoft is a sport, and they're playing a sport. If yeah. you're wanting to uh, reenact and do the the Gucci stuff and stuff like that, steer more towards a milsim because you're probably not going to get a speed softer at a full weekend game. They're going to be at the speed field playing their thing at a Saturday or Sunday skirmish. You are not allowed to complain about this type of player who is there because no. everyone's playing it for their own, and that's where I'll put it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so there's another question dropping in. Uh, when are you guys planning on opening the shop for walk-ins again? Should we cover it again? I was going to say, didn't we yeah. answer this uh, earlier? <laughs> so he's probably he's probably just joined the stream a little bit late. So um, we'll just cover it slightly again. Um, it, it, we, we'll reiterate it. So we currently have uh, no plans to reopen as yet uh, whilst there is any semblance of uh, COVID in place purely because um, it takes everything that we put in the shop, we take offline as stock. Yeah. Uh, so it can't then sell. It takes a lot of staff to run it anyway. We would then have to put extra staff on for cleaning purposes, the one-way system, everything like that. I know rules are laxing, but it's still around and it's still there and it's still um, a problem. Uh, so for safety of people, um, staff, uh, stock and everything like that, having to clean it and test it, there is currently no date and no plan to reopen the shop. Yeah. We try and put everything online, highly detailed, as many images as we can. But if um, you want a little bit more information, drop us a message, give customer services a call. The the chap earlier was asking which mags fit um, his platform. Ring customer services, they will test it for you. If something like that isn't compatible, you buy something and it doesn't quite work correctly, mag doesn't fit, out like that, we can do a no quill return. It's totally fine. I hope that's about it. Yeah, yeah, that pretty much covers it. Uh, so we'll we'll flash the the red light is uh, flashing again. Uh, what is the most recommended green gas? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's open ended. Yeah, there's not a vast amount of difference between them. To be fair, yes. it's um, it's like a mixture and a pressure difference. Yes. So, so with the mixture, uh, you get a certain amount of propellant and a certain amount of lubricant. Um, which is, you know, it's good to have the lubricant in there because it keeps all the rubber seals nice and fresh, make sure they don't dry up, make sure you don't get any leaks in the magazine, for example. Um, Nuprol 2.0 and Abbey 144A, They are sort of middle ground that will work in everything. And I think that's probably the best answer. And and again, if it then starts in the summer, starts creeping warm, you want to drop down to the 144A. And it's almost like a little needle. Uh, so with the green gas and the ultra air in the middle, the temperature then should sway which way you go with your other gas. Yeah, It's not going to make a massive difference in most platforms, but um, especially like M4s or GHK or M4s that have got really, really heavy bolts that are using a lot of gas to throw that weight back, and you need to keep that um, momentum going with the, the functionality of it. Mm. Go for that V8, that V12, if you, especially if you've got an M pass or all like that. In the winter, you're going to have to use something like that. But again... That isn't going to change how much it's going to affect your FPS. No, it's all down to how, because basically it's all down to how fast it can turn from a liquid to a gas. Yes, and it takes longer when it's cold. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's a bit of an open-ended question, and it depends what platform you're putting it in. Yeah, it's it's very hard to answer sometimes. But green gas and ultra air, a middle of the road, and then you can swing either way when it gets warm or cold. Just remember with Ultra Air, if you are going to use that regularly, because there's no lubricant in Ultra Air. As far I don't as think so, no. And I don't I think there's any in the um, new Voss stuff Voss either. stuff, right. No, just every dozen or so fills of the magazine, a couple of drops of silicon oil in the um, in the gas uh, feed hole, 
uh, before you put the gas in and it will just keep those um, rubber seals nice and fresh, stop them from drying out for you. So you don't have to worry about having to have lubricant in the green gas if you don't want to. I've always had that advice and I've done it, I do it with mine. So the 9mm up there is the um, my gas one. And what I do with that is when I'm not using it, the mags are always filled with maintenance gas. Right. So maintenance gas, you can't really game with. It's literally mostly silicon. Yeah. Get to a game site, go into the area and fire the gas through it. Yeah. Completely dry fire through it. It, it. it vents the mags, it gets the gas out of it, and it fills your, your platform with the lube and everything like that. Yeah, it's and important. Then refill it. It's, it's good to keep the magazines under pressure when they're not being yeah. used, isn't it? Not, not full high pressure, pressure but with just like a bit the, of pressure. The gas, but the maintenance yeah. stuff, it just sits there, keeps everything uh, moist. Yeah. Uh, and then I fire it through, fire one mag through, so it lubes the, the whole gun, <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> fill the mags with what gas I'm going to use for the rest of the day. Uh, so the red light of Doom is on again. Um, red light of questions. Uh, I ordered a two uh, a gun for, uh, from Two Tone. Uh, when will it possibly come? All depends on when you order it. Uh, so we covered this slightly earlier with the Two Tone ordering system. Someone wanted to know if they could get it quicker. Um, basically, it joins the back of a queue, doesn't it? Yeah. So you're looking at approximately ten working days for the Two Tone service to be completed, and then whatever delivery option you added on top of that. So if it's next day, it'll be posted that next day once that painting's completed. If it's standard, then it's three to five days after that painting's completed. So maximum 10 maximum, days. Maximum, maximum 10 maximum days, time. not estimated 10 days. Yeah, yeah. So if, for whatever reason, they're currently doing a green batch, I'm not saying that's what they're doing, but if they're doing a green batch and someone comes down going, we've got another green one, they might strip it down and put it in that batch and you might get through. Yep. But again, you're at the back of the queue and if you've ordered a blue one, you'll be in the next one. And again, we've got to strip all them all down, paint the bits, put them back together, test them, make sure they're functioning, and then it clicks into your delivery service as yep. in goes gets packed and sent next day or it goes into the um standard shipping pile but depending when you order it it is um including the shipping no more than uh two weeks because obviously weekends don't count as working days their sundays don't count as working days yeah yeah uh so the red light is on again loving all these questions uh we've had that one before with how much is it uh, so again, these guys that are joining us um, that haven't been on the stream for a bit and join us live every day, uh, we are not allowed to state prices no. on live streams. YouTube doesn't uh, like does, it. It doesn't like us putting prices on things like that. Uh, it will get the video booted um, very, very quickly. We will get strikes on the, um, the uh, channel uh, and then it stops us doing it. Unfortunately, uh, all prices unless it's something that's come brand new and we're sort of trying to beat it to the punch yep. and we're just really excited and want to show it off, um, it will be on the website at some point. But um, normally, just go on the website, search it, and it'll tell you exactly how much it is. Yep. But I think we've covered a hell of a lot there. I think so, yes. Yeah. I hope you all enjoyed yourself. I've loved answering all the questions. I think we've covered everything. I've got lots of notes in front of me making sure we have... <laughs> Any more frequently asked questions? That uh, we need to get I think they've of. all they've all come up, and we've um, we've covered the transporting one. I think that's the most important one recently that we sort of tied in something else. Um, yeah, yeah. Just one, especially recent events that um, have turned up in newspapers recently. One local to us, and one way down south. Uh, people getting into the sport do not take them outside because it is still a firearm. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is still a firearm. Um, it is an offence to have it outside, even if it's painted or anything like that. It, it, even if it's in your garden or anything like that, if a member of the public can see it, it's um, it's a bit dodgy. So, and for the love of Jeff, we're near Halloween. Please don't take your gun out on Halloween. Yeah, don't put it as part of your fancy <laughs> dress or like that. It's not worth it. Um, 
just make sure it's in a bag, in a hard case, um, protected. Uh, only take it out when you are in your house, either cleaning it or putting it away, or at a game day, uh, and it's away from the public. But that's the one that I just wanted to reiterate, especially with the two stories that were in the newspaper the last couple of days. You don't want to be one of them on the receiving end of an armed police response. Um, response. Yeah. That being said, it is totally fine to own these. I don't want any mums or anything panicking that uh, the kids have got these. They are totally fine to own. Um, you've just got to be very, very um, sensible. sensible with them. Hard cases, para cases, uh, gun bags, anything like that. Just keep them safe. Again, safety as well. Um, these are firing little plastic BBs everywhere, ricochets and everything like that. So if you are using them, target practice or like that, wear your glasses, even if you're just uh, messing around, not at an airsoft day. And again, make sure your iPro is correct. We don't want people turning up with 3D glasses from a cinema. Which has happened. It has happened. Uh, but we will wrap up there. We have powered through a lot of questions. We're on a good roll, so we, uh, we didn't bother with a break. Um, but I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope you've got a lot of information uh, out there. And we can stop getting the questions on the normal live streams. We shall curse see. It now. We shall and, see. And yeah, I was going to say. Hit with how much is it all the time now? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> uh, but it's great to speak to you as always. I hope you enjoy these longer formats. Uh, we hope to do these a lot more regular. Uh, but if that's everything, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from Pete. Goodbye from me, and goodbye from me. I'll catch you in a bit. <laughs>